Hello, party people. We are putting out a disclaimer. Can I say a disclaimer? Yeah, I think it's a disclaimer. Okay, but we, maybe you noticed that we're kind of like posting irregularly. I mean, we kept to Friday pretty much. But what I'm trying to say is we're going to try and upload every two weeks on Friday from now on. And no. hopefully we'll keep to that schedule. <laughs> yeah, we are we are working on it. But that means two episodes a month for you. Right out of the IFC headquarters. And now have fun with the episode. Yay! Yeah. Bye. Please listen carefully. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Hana podcast. That is right. Today, we have another guest. <laughs> Do you want to introduce yourself? <laughs> yes. Hi, hi. My name is Alex. I am a former student of the IFC, uh, hailing from A10B class under the patronage of Mr. Brenner. I'm very glad to be here. <laughs> yeah, we are glad to have you. I mean, yeah. the feedback on our Instagram was overwhelming, guys. We got so many DMs and we got a lot of people. So it's going to be a fun next, a fun next, like, few next episodes. What is the name? Like, okay. I think, mind. yeah. <laughs> they, they understand. <laughs> yeah. But that's so cool. Okay. So you were in Mr. Brenner's class last year. Mm -hmm. So you got a bit of Corona too. Yeah, we did. Just like the that best was... of both worlds, a taste of everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hannah yeah. mentioned last time that we would have been his second Berlin. And I almost hit her because <laughs> that's traumatic. You can't just say that. Well, yeah. maybe he... <gasps> Mr. Brenner, if you hear this, think about taking your favorite students from this year's IFC to your Berlin trip next year, please. <laughs> Or is this, this like a, a bribe? Idea. At least take yeah. Hannah and Hannah and we're gonna podcast the whole thing. I I I do um yes, if Mr. Brenner is listening to this. I think that is a great idea, honestly. Look this is this level of engagement in the IFC experience, I think, should be rewarded, even <laughs> if it takes a bit a bit of bribing. <laughs> you hear that, yeah. Mr. Brenner? We'll get you chocolate or something. <laughs> um But I just had an idea. Why don't we? Oh my gosh, that would be oh, that would be so amazing. If like not everyone, but some people from the IFCs from like last five years would go together to Berlin. I think that would be wow. Or imagine if like all the IFCs from the last five years would go somewhere together. I mean, we would have to rent a huge house, but oh my god let's not you'd have to have like a whole hotel that's yeah. like what 40 people per year but that you know what this like brings to mind like these celebrity houses but like for yeah. the IFC. yeah oh my god oh 
that is um that is either the best or the worst thing i've heard this week is this is like high powers but make it ifc yeah 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 Yeah. we need an ifc high power no we really don't we really don't no No, you know what i'm interested in I because like apparently there are IFC babies like people who had gone to the IFC in like the first years of the program have children there are babies Um, of IFC kids and I am so like right I didn't think about that yeah but um, how are they turning out like how's life treating them yeah it's just I don't know how to feel about that Uh, my mind cannot process this information correctly (laughs) Um, but, but yeah, I mean, the first IFC was like, what, 17 years ago, 15 years ago, and no, most of the people were like 16, so 17, so they're like 30 yeah. now. Jesus. There are 30-year-old IFC students, like ex Oh my god. We have to find one, Hannah. We have to find one from the OG. We're gonna bribe the cheapers to give us some information. Yeah. Then we're gonna oh start. We're gonna be like on some random dude's Facebook. <laughs> we're gonna be like, hey. <laughs> you like, mean IFC. you're gonna do that? <laughs> I don't uh, even have yeah. a Facebook. <laughs> I don't have Facebook either. But we're gonna but like a LinkedIn in. profile, just like yeah. like job opportunity. <laughs> Spoiler alert: it's just not paid. Like, yeah, but... Can you please talk to us? Impart your wisdom upon us. Honestly, You'll get paid in exposure. <laughs> oh my god yeah you can put it in your resume i think i mean it's volunteer work at this point yeah yeah shows that you're a very talkative person i mean that's a good thing isn't it oh but like ifc high powers i've never watched any of these high powers thingies i don't even i don't understand the concept fully but i think it's like some people and then they live together and it's like they live together frankly just this is um the, the the sheer idea of it is so like far away from what um i consider normal or useful or productive in any way that it's always just a beautiful <laughs> idea which i'd love to observe just for the drama it's like okay, like a, like an ifc reality show do you think they would um send it on sat irons i think we would be on sat irons I think it's uh, more like a, like I don't want to hate on us, but I think it's more like a prosim thing. <laughs> okay, true. <laughs> oh, but mm. that okay. I, now I really want an IFC high pulse. <laughs> okay, I well. mean that we tried to write IFC fan fiction in the beginning. Like right. I, I think who was it zara and and someone else oh my god tell me about was it IFC me did i participate in that i can't you are remember kind of the writer of the ifc hannah so i am suspecting you uh, did you i read like the first page of it and people were gonna die <laughs> i mean people were gonna die there were talks about how miss Sheepers would run over someone with a bus there was also talks of witch burnings. <laughs> okay, please. Whoever has this um, top secret um, paper still, please send it to us. We're, if you want to stay anonym- anonymous, you can stay anonymous. Would, we would love to read it in our podcast. I mean, imagine making a fan fiction uh, episode. That would be, oh, that would be really nice. Oh, man. 
Wow. That I mm, maybe I've spent too much time on Wetpad TikTok, but I feel like that wouldn't be a good idea. <laughs> mm. No. Okay. No. Oh Jesus. Mm. I, I'm not sure how dirty they did that, you know? No, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't that, but I mean I my in my stories everyone dies. Like I can't help it. They just die. It's like I write something and in the end it's just like death. Have some death. <laughs> death and and I think it was kind of similar even though I wasn't involved. But there was talks of witch burnings and I think there was aliens and someone got kidnapped and i think adina had to save us with a ritual circle or something i i have no idea i mean you never should um question creativity okay that (laughs) is true that is honestly how many pieces of look just think of it that way most medieval art is just fan fiction of the bible yeah right true, true. there's nothing to be ashamed of it's fan- know, creativity fan fiction is a part of human culture it is like it true. runs deeply <laughs> whether you like it or not that's true maybe fan fiction should be a unesco world air is it world air belt erbe World Heritage or whatever, yeah, yeah, that thing. Yeah, World Heritage. Oh my Thank god! You. I mean, but you'd have to pick. You you you'd have to be like really strong-willed to get to the good stuff, because I mean, you just said like Christian fan art, and <laughs> there's like over three hundred fan fictions under the Jesus slash Judas relationship tag <laughs> and and some of them are like oh my god worries oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh that isn't oh no and i don't know why i did that to myself like i watch no. videos about someone reading it out and it's so bad oh no okay it's that so is... bad wow um you think the teachers listening to this know what fan fictions are i'm they, hoping hopefully. for their sake for their sake i hope they don't but i mean i don't think you can live life and don't know what fan fiction is but i sure hope that you've never opened wet pad before just like for your own mental health <laughs> Yeah, uh, I love I love the, the way this episode has taken this turn. It's like, hey, Mr. Brenner, if you're watching this, <laughs> two minutes later, Jesus oh, no. ex Judas Omega vs. Fan. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is, I'm um, sorry. That is terrible, but beautiful. Frankly, I have too I, much fan fiction knowledge for my own good. I, I believe that, yeah, no, I don't know how old you have. You have to be a, a certified boomer to like live in this day and age and not have any idea about yeah. what fan fiction is. I'm pretty sure I took like a like a like a French language contest or whatever, like language proficiency contest or whatever. And uh, one of the questions was about like Harry Potter fan fiction or something. I don't remember, but like it's it's the public eye has cast its judging gaze upon this phenomenon, and you know it's too late. <laughs> But at this point, Mr. Brenner, Miss Sheeposh, 
Mr. Bittner, if you have never heard of fan fiction, I would just suggest you download Wattpad right now and start this. No, Jesus. no, don't, don't do Jesus, this. Reader, don't please. listen to her. Don't listen to her. Wattpad, Wattpad is like the straight TikTok of fan fictions. It's just not, it's just not the elite. If you want the good stuff, you go to Archive of Her Own, okay? AO3. I will, that's the hill I will die on. Like, I started out with Wetpad and I switched over and I will defend it to my death. (laughs) Yeah, Wetpad is the area of like um, falling in love with the mafia boss kind of territory (laughs) kind of stuff. AO3 is more like uh, here's a novel, the length of Victor Hugo's Les Miserables about uh, these two gay characters pining for each other. Yeah. That's the shit we want. I have a friend of mine who is really into these fucked up. Like she, like, I don't know. I think she reads them ironically. At least I hope so. But <laughs> she, that's a really good start. I think she sent me um Corona X Reader. Then oh. she also sent me Jesus X Reader fan fiction. <laughs> I was like, I am not gonna read that. Oh, um, there was like this ship in the in the Suez Canal, right? What was oh the name? God. Ever something? The ever There's fan fiction. There's I fan know, fiction yeah. of the ship slash the Zeus kind of. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, this is like this is fairly topical, right? I mean, they took the ship out some time ago, but like I loved it when it was stuck. It, there was something beautiful about our society being so fragile. You yeah. whose ship got stuck and like the trade. I've seen I've seen the memes that 2021 is a great year for people who really like ships because then at, at the, like the beginning of the year there was a sea shanty revival yeah, and then right. because of the Suez Canal being blocked we kind of returned to the 1700s uh, sh- like ship routes like down <laughs> I'm making such wild gesticulations right now they're useless like you know below below Africa yeah that's the very uh yeah we, 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 we yeah it. i don't know i just think it's there is something so appealing about the fact that this ship just got stuck and was there it's beautiful i i can understand that because it was quite like from an artistic eye it was quite beautiful from the top because i don't know it looked so gorgeous with all these little containers and <laughs> yeah little... container ships look very pretty like a little mosaic and it's just like standing there like you know what it's nice and also it's like news lately has been just terrible in much more violent yeah. ways it's just politics is fucked up uh corona is killing everybody and then just you know just the ship it felt like nothing i'm pretty sure that's like the main source of this joy yeah. that this sort of news brought us it was like, okay, this is not normal, but it's also not people dying. So we're just going to take that and we're going to hold on to it as long as we can. Yeah, we just developed a parasocial relationship with the ever given. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. This is the kind of stuff that anthropologists will study like hundreds of years in the future. Did you see the picture <clears throat> with the, with the, what is Baga? Um, like I have no idea. The big thingy that 
got all the stuff away from the ship so that it can turn. What is oh, the thing digging? The, oh, the, the yeah, thing. the dig thing. The dig thing. It's okay. fine. Um, it's a bugger. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, Mr. Brenner. Why don't you teach us like stuff we actually need, huh? Okay. Oh my god. But I think if we would have learned the English word for bugger, all of us would have said, "Oh, we don't need this. Why are you teaching us this?" <laughs> We need it now, so it is an important, vital word. Um. Anyways, but the little biggie thing next to the ship, I did not realize these things were so big, like the ships. Like, did you see yeah. that? Yeah. It didn't even reach half of the thingy that is underwater, you know? It's like, mm-hmm. why are they so big? Okay, obviously, I know why they're so big, because they have to transport a lot, but why?! Yeah, I mean, frankly, I had no idea that we, we as a society, as, as the human race, build ships this big that it can get <laughs> stuck in a goddamn canal. Yeah. Where do you build these things? I mean, imagine the halls they have to be built in. They have to be yeah. so gigantic. I mean, that's yeah. like a whole town. <laughs> a very consideration. small town. <laughs> <laughs> like Mava, you know. <laughs> we'll take that just as it is <laughs> yeah but i don't know you have to move the parts you know so you have to i think so wait okay let me let me explain my thought process okay <laughs> so the mm-hmm. hall has to be twice as big because you have to move the parts around right you have to like carry them somewhere the ship is not just gonna be like and it's gonna be a hole you know and then it has to be wider than that because there's still stuff for standing around like buggles and stuff I don't know and then it has like it has to be gigantic and I mean like what is this the kind of situation that's like oh it really puts things into perspective how small we are (laughs) but to some extent it is true yeah, but it feels but... because usually people say that when when they see like pictures of the earth from space and Hannah is just kind of saying it about a ship. <laughs> no, a ship. Yeah, but honestly, house. I'll be perfectly I'll be perfectly honest. I think it's much easier to kind of put yourself into perspective using like the sh- the ship hangar house thing than the earth itself because we can't like I I'm speaking for myself. Maybe people are smarter than me, but the size of the earth is so hard to just like fathom just imagine genuinely every inch of it but you could look at this giant building and be like okay yeah that is a the giant building and there are things so much more giant than that i am indeed small i think you know it's just yeah, it yeah makes okay. a lot of sense i never looked at it that way but yeah <laughs> i mean we cannot see the whole earth at once you know okay yeah we can on i think that's the point yeah but i mean Oh, wait, <laughs> quick thingy in between. Um, I am on the mailing list of ESA, the European Space Agency, because I am interested in space somehow. Oh, God, that's so cool. <laughs> and I don't have knowledge. Please don't ask me. Um, <laughs> they are searching for new astronauts. And this is like a thing that only happens very like little and this time they're specifically searching for people with um physical disabilities and they're the first world round world round, world space 
safety organization who does that i mean it's about time people but i mean yeah. that is so cool if we have anyone with a physical disability listening who wants to go to space please 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 apl apply apply please yeah. i want to see you in space i mean exactly I would, i would never go to space because it's so fucking scary but go on i feel like that's a okay go on Sorry. I feel like if it's, do you know those those billionaires? They just take like, I don't know, one day space trips. Do you know those things? I think that would actually be kind of cool. There was, don't do look that. at me like that. There was like, um, I've, a few years ago, someone started like a space trip thing. I don't know if it ever happened. But there was like there was like an idea for for space trips, and just so you could, I don't know, experience it. But it obviously was really expensive. But I think that would be actually kind of cool if you could just like fly to space for a day and then come back. But I don't know how I feel about actually being an astronaut or something because you you'd be like a year or more out there and yeah no mm, yeah I'm very I also really just love the concept of space and like one day space trips they sound cool but I also just um, I'm salty about rich people to put it in the least politically charged way <laughs> yeah um, yeah I don't know I think so my fear with space is that I mean I don't know if they forget you there or I don't know okay <laughs> and that is probably not very not very realistic because you paid a lot of money but <clears throat> if you are on the ISS for example right and you forgot to or something breaks and you just drift off I mean you're gonna drift forever you <laughs> gonna die and be like phew phew around the earth like i mean <laughs> that's so creepy you know what you know what i actually kind of uh learned about about exactly about things stuff like that you know it's called it's space debris people yeah the space debris thing it scares me because there is a possibility that if we launch too many like failed satellites or rockets and stuff like that the amount of debris that's orbiting in our orbit Is at, at such like a fast speed will literally prevent us from launching things again because apparently yeah. like a small like pea-sized thing could like just sh shoot through like the whole fucking rocket am mm. i swearing too much no it's nah. it's yeah i'm i'm polish <laughs> um yeah but that i don't know i don't think they found a solution really for that problem yet i mean they're working on it obviously but uh, in space like as you said really small thingies i think um at about if they're bigger than one centimeter they're gonna be like they're gonna destroy everything and there are pieces mm -hmm. bigger than like 10 centimeters out there so they're just gonna you know <laughs> um yeah. and i mean how did people not think about that and it's just gonna be pew and gone it's gonna stay there obviously it's gonna pew around the earth yeah i'm pretty sure people are like building these like weird cleanup robots for space so just like try to kind of 
<laughs> but like also how i don't know yeah it's weird but imagine you're some like sort of alien life form and you're like traveling across space doing your thing and then you encounter an island which is just surrounded by like this deadly whirlpool of trash like jesus (laughs) christ you'd be like how did how did this species survive anything i mean humans don't have the best track record when it comes to <laughs> trash yeah so i think yeah i think that can also be applied to space trash space mm-hmm. trash it's no I mean, this space but, trash. and imagine you're just like flying in your little spaceship or whatever and you're like oh i want to visit that planet and you don't know about it and then you just die <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe because because we shot up so much stuff. Maybe that, that yeah. we have we alien We're killing them. Yeah, we're killing them like, with our own trash. God, we're like, oh scary. What if aliens invade us? I think the aliens should be scared of us. Like, you know what? Because like if we're not powerful enough to hurt them, we're stupid enough to do so. Yeah. Yeah. Also. There is like there is a ton of Tumblr posts about this, and while I do not have Tumblr because I can't mm-hmm. with this app, I I don't understand the layout. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, me neither. Oh, we're talking about me neither. Here. I don't understand <laughs> Tumblr. I'm not. I, I look at Tumblr posts on Pinterest. That is my <laughs> level of Tumblr involvement. And there's a lot of posts about this, about like humans are space orcs or something, because mm. like. We're breathing oxygen, but we have no idea if that is like a deadly gas to other life forms that could be out there, you know? That is true. And similar things. And then like, what is it called? Spontanic strength? When you like, um, I don't know, when the thing when you have, when you're in a situation um, that's like, really like some like I, I extreme kind of stress yeah. or pressure your right. brain just kind of lets go and then you can like lift things that are way too heavy for your body strength there's been like kids lifting cars and stuff like that I thing was mothers <laughs> I, I don't yeah, know but, but either way it's imagine still that must be such a weird concept for for others that don't know about it it's just like oh okay so this is your full strength and then the humans are like no actually when we're like about to die we have this adrenaline shock and then we can do more yeah it's just i don't know like i i just love the idea of there possibly being other like intelligent life forms that are similarly smart to us because like space is so big and random that there is absolutely no chance that they they're going to be similar to us in their functioning and just yeah. seeing this kind of new organism that functions on a completely different kind of a uh, like set of rules that would be that would be so fun to just like study learn about and stuff <laughs> but yeah humans not the most tactful of creatures so <laughs> But I've never thought about the ogre thing or the orc thing. I mean, like, it makes so much sense if you think about it, because we have never encountered another life form. But, okay, uh, but the thing is, our oceans 
also very creepy also yeah. really creepy because yes. we haven't really like fully discovered them yet I think it's I don't know I I really don't want to say any percentage but it's like less than 50 I think mm-hmm. what we discovered like because we can't go that deep yet because the pressure gets too much and yeah. I mean they could be mermaids for all we know down there <laughs> you, you know what blobfish look like right yeah yeah I'm pretty I'm pretty sure whatever lives this far down is even weirder in shape <laughs> like mermaids given the pressure mermaids might be just jello you know yeah True. but I just I just yeah the undiscovered is very interesting but can I just briefly return to the to the tumblr layout is confusing part yeah there I God, explain I, it to me I want I'm, to know how to work this but because like it, it all depends on the on the chronology on the timeline because if you're talking about like screenshots these could be posted from like god knows when yeah do they have these like lines on on the on the yeah yeah so the lines indicate a different poster so it's like that's line, a, that that much I understood line URL post and then it just adds the newer have like a more normal kind of structure where it's just like post and then under that there's another like with the reblogs and stuff like that I was I was it's, it's that one quote from like uh, Narnia or whatever do not cite the dark magic to me I was there where it was written. <laughs> Yeah, oh god. I love the fact that now I don't know how much you guys watch like YouTube um video essays and stuff, but people are like now like just dedicating their careers to like Tumblr history and I love what? that genre of content because there's been just so much weird stuff and it's nice to be yeah. like, "Oh yeah, I I do remember that." <laughs> it just makes me feel old for some okay, reason. I've never heard of that. Maybe I'm a weird I, person, but I've never heard of Tumblr history YouTube essays. No, <laughs> oh, it just sounds it's just it just sounds like you're less weird, honestly. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it's been around for how long? Oh god. It's I mean, in the 2000s. 2000. Yeah. Yeah, 2006 something. or whatever, yeah. I'm pretty like, sure it was There is a website. I mean, app whatever and that that's as old as my little sister okay mm-hmm. all in, and and there are so many people that use it and that used it back then too so imagine like the amount of stuff on there yeah and not just and- not just weird pictures or whatever but imagine like there's philosophical essays like, yeah more like you know yeah everything and it, especially since tumblr was like the the formation of like modern like internet-based fandom culture people yeah. were weird back then because it was like <laughs> a new kind of area of just interaction with human beings so it's just again a very interesting part of our think... so, 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 so society sociological history or whatever yeah i think that is gonna be a very interesting part of history ones I mean I think they're actually going to be people specialized on history of apps or of social media platforms because first of all you're gonna have to work through so much shit Mm -hmm. I mean (laughs) so much 
imagine Wattpad history, okay? You yeah, oh my god. Work. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even begin there, but... <laughs> I'm like, I, this is, I think about this, like, I don't know, lately, it's just been a, a, a thought that keeps on haunting me. How will, like, civilizations, like, human people, not, like, a hundred or two hundred years in the future, but given that we maybe survive it, like, a thousand years in the future, seeing maybe some like remnants of fan fiction like how would they interpret yeah. it right like the, these were these historical figures that were involved in such different situations you know like what's the truth about these great historical figures and then you're like honey that's harry styles or whatever <laughs> <laughs> and i mean i can't i when i read fan fiction i sort by tags and then i do like date updated discanning so the latest the the fan fiction that was updated like the least time from where I am is first and then you go to like the last page and there's things from 2007 yeah. and I'm I don't know it just really puts things into perspective because and it's so weird because for certain fandoms you can actually put like areas like timelines where the fan fiction was good better i don't know <laughs> oh, wow. from my from my personal perspective uh -huh. it's it's like i don't know when did i think this i think it was sherlock like the bbc series yeah yeah, yeah. there's like fan fiction from 2008 or something and when i read that it's just like damn I was mm -hmm. four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the thing is that like, it is also just, fandoms are like terrifying. Like they were like the original Arthur Conan Doyle stories had somewhat of a fan base that almost write fan fiction. Like there is a reason Conan Doyle brought Sherlock back after he died and stuff, right? And then and there's that reason like his name Queen Elizabeth. Um, what? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And there's the reason, like, there's Star Trek, which had had people writing fan fiction since like the '60s, and some yeah. of these people are on Tumblr now. Imagine being like a like a 70 year old grandmother just spending her entire life reading fan fiction for like different forms and stuff. And it's all it's also all preserved, like it's all there you can just i mean you have to search for it but you can find it and you can look at it and it's i don't know uh, quick quick intervention at this point mr butner if you listen to this please come to our podcast and have a talk about the impact of social media on future history i mean that is a really interesting topic because i mean today you dig something up you know and then it's like oh we dug something up but in the future it's gonna be okay I have to look through through 30 million fan fictions before I can find anything useful <laughs> I mean that's gonna be a whole more effort than just digging okay yeah okay digging is <laughs> also something it's metaphorical digging yeah, yeah but that's gonna be such a different way of working with historical facts you know Okay, yeah. I think that we, got really deep. I yeah. think we have to. Do you want to talk? <laughs> Sorry, what? Do you want to actually? Do we want to actually talk something about the IFC, or is it just? <laughs> I mean, we are at the end, Hannah. Yeah, I know. We have like 
45 but, minutes yeah we uh, we no, said it's okay we can we're gonna do a half hour episodes but the last one i was, I was never long. convinced i was never convinced like i talk too much <laughs> yeah <laughs> and if we have other people they're also gonna talk <laughs> yeah it's just yeah no it's natural okay then we're gonna say Bye bye. <laughs> Are we? Episode. Are we really? Yeah, because we have like forty-five minutes. Are you gonna do a fifty-minute episode now? <laughs> That's gonna be all a bit much. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when do we say it? <laughs> bye. Bye bye. Bye, everybody. That was wild. That was <laughs> yeah. <laughs>